0: welcome to two sides and a biscuit i'm your first side paul schroyer and i'm the second side rick wimmer and uh this is the podcast where we talk about life limp biscuit and then at the end rick gives us a recipe so how's it going rick yeah well
1: i mean it's it's life i'm, I'm... I don't know. It's we've been we've been talking about here what, what exactly we are going to do.
0: Like, I mean, for us, it was just Christmas.
1: Like, so like, <laughs> right. And this
0: episode's coming out. I think it's about March right now.
1: Right, right, right. When this will actually be airing? It'll be about March. So we've been like trying to figure out how exactly are, exactly are we going to do this? Do we do we? Say what happened to us for Christmas,
0: or do we play like know... it's March? Right, right, right. And I like so, oh, well, yeah. So, this is episode six. Uh, this will be coming out seven weeks from now,
1: right? Because we've been pre-recording them, like, we've been, you know, coming over and like it kind of spreading it out and taking our time to do it, and um, it now. In seven weeks, you know the 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 original episode. the the um, What episode is it? the
0: The uh, nookie or the intro? Episode? The,
1: the intro episode. The yeah. intro episode. Right. That's coming out um, here in what six week or no? This week. This it, week. Well, is I, when it's coming out.
0: Okay, so the intro episode is coming out in four days. If you're listening to this episode, it's been out seven weeks and four days. Right, <laughs> Something right, like that. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's, it gets confusing. Uh, yeah, because when we're recording this, we just had Christmas. It's a few days after New Year's Eve 2019. January. Okay, put a little timestamp on
1: this. I think January
0: third, isn't that? The... It's it, be specific. It's the fourth. We're 40, really going to okay. timestamp this. This is January fourth. So, do we pretend like oh, it's spring outside? I'm excited to be out in the garden, or do we you know go, you know, we just had Christmas and we it was awesome. We got to see family, but now I'm thinking completely different here though just go with me for a second Rick okay okay I'm listening so if this comes out in like six seven weeks when we're listening to this it'll be like we time traveled six seven weeks well right I mean it... so if you had any advice to give to your future self to that might be listening to this podcast what would it be
1: I I don't even know. Like that that is that's a good question. I,
0: what, Paul, whatever you're doing right now, stop doing it. Just stop. Okay. Uh, I love you. All right, you can go back to doing what you're doing. That's my message to myself six weeks from now. I mean, that that's a pretty good one. Like, yeah.
1: uh, you know, uh, that, that one works. I, I hope I wasn't what.
0: on the highway driving. Because I told myself to stop. And if I stopped, it could be bad. I could kill a lot of people.
1: Right. That, that could be bad.
0: It... I hope I'm not flying a plane. I could get my... Pi- I don't know how long it takes to actually get a pilot's license. I could get it in six, seven weeks. Be flying a plane... I, I guess that is true. I mean, you technically <laughs> could
1: be. Like, it's, it is it is the future, and we don't know what it holds.
0: So, you know, you could be. Could be. You're right. So you got a message for your future self? I, I don't even know what to tell
1: my future self. It, it's,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, future Rick, I'm sorry. You're probably still this... Uh, indecisive I would imagine right that is very very
1: true like I, I you, you know that I am yes yeah Yeah. I agree very much so
0: well one thing I'd like to say to both our future selves and everybody else's future selves is I hope you guys had a good holiday whatever holidays you guys celebrate and the new year I hope it was good and you're alive and listening to this Right. Yeah. I mean, in
1: uh, yeah, exactly. Happy New Year late, and early right, late. 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hopefully it's going well. Uh, fun times.
0: All right. So we're we got to take a step back from the future, come to the present, and talk about this week's Limp Biscuit song. Um, I'm excited to get into. I uh, remember listening to this song very heavily during my teenage years. Uh yeah, it's my generation. You remember this song, Rick?
1: Yeah, this is one of those that it's just kind of like, you know, it almost political but like not kind of. It's just kind of a call to like get up and get your voice heard and don't take shit from anybody until they're listening to what you're saying. Well, well. you know
0: We'll find out here soon if that's what it is or yeah, very it, true. It could not true. be that at all. I, I, right, right. That's just
1: what I remember about, <laughs> about it. You know it, what right. I mean? Like it's kind of like and I did listen to it before we started to, you know, record the episode. So a little bit like but definitely getting into the lyrics is when you really, really realize what the song is actually
0: about. Because honestly, I'm gonna be honest, there's some some lyrics that I don't think I fully know what the fuck he's even saying. So being able to actually read them um, will put a lot of clarity in my uh, teenage years. But So let's just get into a little bit of info of uh, this song. It was written in 2000. for It's off of the Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water album. Uh, probably one of their last big albums I would say after that. I mean they still produced albums. They had Golden Cobra and blah 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 blah. Which we might have to do Golden Cobra here coming up soon. You ever you remember that song, Rick? I I mean I kind of like I remember the album sort of right. Like... This was like when we we were like uh I would say by by the time that album was coming out, we were like 18ish. I know we were about getting out of high school, and we weren't really uh, into the newer Limp Bizkit. We were rocking the original and the set. The uh,
1: right that one was second like, album. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But this song was written by uh, Fred Durst, West Borland, John Odo, and Sam Rivers. So this was a collab between West Borland and Fred Durst and Odo. Rivers, and it was produced by DJ Lethal and Fred Durst, which they pretty much, I mean, you know, they pretty much produced all their shit. Uh, This was the second single off of the album. Uh, First one was Take a Look Around, which that's another good one that we might have to do. And I'm saving this one for a special occasion. Rolling the Air Raid vehicle. Now, what i'm excited about rolling cuz we might have to make this a two part I, I don't know we probably will do them both in the same we'll see is there was two separate versions of rolling that came out i don't know if you remember that there's the air raid and then, then there was another one that came out
1: i see i didn't even know that like i i i feel like i probably did but like i don't Remember the difference or anything like right. that. You know what I mean. Like, I, I like it's kind of familiar, but I, I, I don't know. Well, I, I was always poor and never bought like the different albums and downloads and things like that.
0: I think it honestly. I I don't know if I can get in trouble for this, but I think Napster was around at this time and LimeWire, and yeah, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> right, right. But anyways, uh, yeah. So the, the, my generation, um, yeah. Rolling. In. I'm excited for that. That one we might have to save. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that one. That might have to be our finale for season one. I'm thinking that that,
1: that sounds like a decent
0: idea. Right. Like, that
1: might. Yeah. That, that does kind of sound like an idea.
0: Maybe do. For the finale, do the first version, and then for the opening of season two, we can do the.
1: That yeah, that is a that is a good idea. But now now everybody knows the idea right. though, so it's like I, I guess I'm not gonna forward that, to that. I don't know. Look,
0: we we started this thing off, ta- you know, talking about how we were just trying to decide stuff about the podcast. Uh, you know, I decided let's just hit record, and when you guys can hear us. Going through our motions because this is still a new podcast. we, got a, we could do a lot with this podcast. Uh, if you head over to anchor.fM and click the support this podcast, uh, you know donate a dollar to us a month, they, that goes a long way. you know we could do a lot with that. So if you are liking what you're hearing, please, please do that. Uh yeah,
1: even just click support. I don't. I don't know if you actually do have to donate. Yeah, or you get did, it. yeah. It's like, right. Well, I mean, there's like a dollar,
0: okay. five dollar, and ten dollar.
1: Okay. Well, you know, do please show the support. You know, yeah, just a dollar. That's twelve bucks a year.
0: Right. That's not so. Bad if you're at liking all. this, so yeah, you know, we want you guys to be as much a part of this as we're a part of it. Uh, and hopefully you can head over to Magic Squirrel Network and get on. You know. Some chat. I would like to maybe even start up a little group for this podcast if we get enough listeners to where we can all sit down and actually discuss these songs and
1: that know. would be kinda cool. Yeah. Like, I'm uh, you do some live stuff like based off of this podcast, maybe right. or even for future just like episodes. Like, like maybe not even live, just kind of right. get people to call in for future episodes. I don't yeah.
0: know. Ooh, that'd be see. This this episode is all getting the ideas out there, so you guys know what we we might have in store. Cause that's a good idea. Have people call in and like talk about uh the biscuit song that we're gonna do or whatever. But I don't know. We'll see how how well this is doing. Six seven weeks into this, I'm sure it's a hit success and everybody's loving it. But so that's that's the plans we got going. But you know what? Let's talk about my generation, shall we? You ready to do this, Rick? Let's. let's. All right, so the intro starts out like this <clears throat> If only we could fly, limp biscuit style. Let's do a full stop right there for a second. <laughs> what do you think he means by that, Rick? What's limp biscuit style?
1: I I mean that could be anything like, but it's <laughs> like Limp Biscuit style is just kind of like uh, exactly what it says. It's kind of well, maybe Starting... He's gonna get into that. Like it's kind of that like that style of like. Look, if you don't fucking listen, I don't know. Um, w- now, I,
0: I, I, I think he's talking about like the the backward cap. And the, and the probably true, you know, like, that, that, and that alt alt what was it considered alt uh, style or what was it like? Uh, what was the style can even considered?
1: I, I don't know. Like uh,
0: I guess it was a limp biscuit style because everybody knew like Fred Durst started the backwards cap. The, right. Definitely
1: and, the the red cap, like yeah, the backwards yeah, yeah. red cap, and like
0: yeah. All right, well, uh, I the next line goes John Otto take them to the Matthews Bridge. So I wonder if uh, they wrote that in themselves, like they were like we we need to put our names into this <laughs> into this song, or or if that's just Fred Durst's little shout out to them for helping write the song.
1: Right, I don't know that that could easily go either way.
0: Okay, so John Otto was the drummer for Limp Bizkit. So you might be wondering, he says, John Otto, take him to the Matthews Bridge. So Matthews, clearly, you know, he didn't write the song. We didn't say he wrote the song at the beginning of this. But John Otto, the drummer. So, you know, what could he possibly be meaning? Well, luckily, uh, Medium.com did an article based on the line, John Otto, take it to the Matthews Bridge. Okay? And so... John Otto says in this article, I was playing drums in Limp Bizkit at the time. I still play drums in Limp Bizkit. B- beautiful quote, John Otto. Thank you for the- <laughs> Thank you. Right,
1: right. All that, oh, right. Uh,
0: Fred Durst said, Back in 1999, we played Woodstock 99, and one of the bands we met backstage was the-, the Dave Matthews Band. I hit it off with Dave Matthews, and we jammed at his studio in L.A. a couple of times. So... <laughs> John Otto, take him to the Matthews Bridge, is in reference to Dave Matthews and the Dave Matthews Band. So, like the the bridge like, that they used you know, is like. like uh, well, I mean, Dave I, Matthews. Have you listened? You've listened to Dave Matthews? Oh, I you're mean, right. Have you I ever Dave seen Matthews, them live? Know, right, like it's like a jam band type thing, and their bridges. Or real long, like jam funky like Right. So right. I think that's what he's saying. Like take it to the Matthews bridge, like give it that funky, like So you, you think he's saying just funk it up.
1: Like just You know what? Like <laughs> put it in there and, and 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 make it funky and like like Dave Matthews band jam funky, like I yeah. don't know. Like I I mean I guess my thought was maybe like they They worked on something. They they said that they jammed. So
0: maybe there was something where Fred Durst goes on. They talk back and forth about peanuts. John Otto has another awesome quote that says, "I like peanuts." Look, drummer. Look, I'm a drummer. Rick's a drummer. We drummers don't like talking. Not at
1: all. Like it's kind of funny though that it's two drummers making this podcast. (laughs)
0: uh, so they pretty much they recorded some stuff with Dave Matthews Band. Fred Durst says we never released anything from those sessions. Uh,
1: okay, so it wasn't it wasn't where he was like kind of and like,
0: like but like a lot of that he used a lot of the stuff from that to write songs. He says, uh, for example, he said, "Okay, I'm just going to read the whole quote. How about that? Okay, okay. We never released anything from those sessions, but some of the ideas we created trickled into our songs in su- surprising ways." For example, when I say, keep on rolling, baby, you know what time it is, at the start of rolling, which I cannot wait to talk about that song, (laughs) that's inspired by a time Dave Matthews told me to keep on rolling, and he said it to me, you know what time it is. Holy shit, so, like, now, okay, so... I never knew this. Some of you listeners might have already known this, because this album's been out for 19 years at this point.
1: Right, right, right. It, it has been some time. Like um, I, I didn't know this stuff either at all. Right? I
0: did not know that the Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Watered was heavily inspired by a jam session done with Dave Matthews, Band.
1: Well, I, I wouldn't... Um I wouldn't necessarily use those exact words, but yeah, but like, I it, say it heavily, was but right, right, right. There, there
0: was Dave Matthews influence. Band
1: influence in the album.
0: Yeah, and uh, Wes Borland said no disrespect to Dave, but we were in a different headspace creatively. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, right, <laughs> no completely <kidding>. right. different <laughs> spectrums of rock. On right, uh, and so Fred Durst goes on to say another thing was we came up with a bridge to a song. That's the bit in a song that comes after the second chorus. Wes Borland says, Fred loved this bridge and kept trying to insert into different songs. I kept having to tell him, no, Fred, it's not the right song for that bridge. It ended up being a source of huge creative tension. And probably why Wes Borland quit the band after this album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, right, yeah Fred, yeah, yeah listen, Fred I felt Wes wasn't being respectful toward the creative bond we'd formed with Dave Get out of here, Fred We love you, but get out of here
1: Right, yeah I mean, it Everybody gets their inspiration in different ways
0: uh, You know I don't, I don't know It's just uh, Yeah, you know. it was messed up So, yeah So pretty much, it started a fight between Wes Borland and uh, Fred Durst because Fred Durst pretty much was thought he was disrespecting Dave, and even DJ Lethal was like, "Yeah, Fred was really, really concerned that he was disrespecting Dave Matthews from the Dave Matthews band." And so DJ Lethal says it all came to a head. While we were recording "My Generation," Fred had bargained with Wes on a whole heap of other songs to add the bridge we wrote with Dave, but there was nothing doing. It was the end of the night; we were almost out of the studio time, and there was a rep from Interscope coming in the morning to collect the tapes to send uh, to plant to send to the plant to get turned into chocolate starfish. That's a weird way of saying edited. <laughs> So out of nowhere, Fred raps, John Otto, take it to the Matthews Bridge. Fred says, I don't know what came over me, but I knew John would have my back and take it to the Matthews Bridge if I asked him to. Uh, John Otto said, Fred told me to take it to the bridge, so I did. Dude, John, I love you, and you're a huge inspiration in a lot of my drumming, but... Come on, man. Your quotes are terrible. But how do you get any words in between Wes Borland and Fred Durst, honestly? The fact that he gets one one sentence in is pretty good. But he says, Fred told me to take it to the bridge, so I did. So let's listen to it. We might as well hear this Dave Matthews-inspired... Breaking up of a band, <laughs> but but that makes me curious. Does
1: it even go there? Like, I mean, is that Apparently, what? Because yes.
0: like, uh, Wes Borland says the rest is history, dude. And initially, I was pissed that Fred told John to take it to the Matthew Bridge without asking me first, which is why I quit Limp Biscuit to focus. I fuck, man. Dude, this is why I quit Limp Biscuit to focus on my solo project, Big Dumb Face. We might do a, like a bonus Big Dumb Face. Season because that is Incredible mighty penis laser If you've never listened to mighty penis laser By big dumb face please Please do that after you listen to this Podcast
1: Right that is pretty crazy though Like we just like it, Did not know it but it, it, We just found like The exact Reason like okay <laughs> Alright well yeah.
0: My generation it, This is the song that broke up Limp biscuit back in 2000s and Wes Boylan says as time went by I realized Fred was right taking my generation to the bridge Dave Matthews wrote was the right call thank you themedium.com for that fucking interview that was awesome uh, head over there check it out uh, if you if you want to read the whole thing uh, yeah it's an oral history of Fred Durst and my generation. <laughs> Fred Dur- oral history of Fred Durst singing "John Otto, Take It to the Matthews Bridge." So let's play. Let's play it. You, let's go ahead. All right, I'm, all right, uh, let's do it. We're let's. gonna play the Matthews, the Dave Matthews inspired bridge from my Generation <laughs> So that that's what broke up Limp Biscuit was that little section. I mean, I I remember that because I when growing up, you know, learning to play drums, I used to love that little drum break. That <laughs> it's it's not anything like hard. It's just real, and and it makes sense that I'm sure I'm sure there was a guitar part written out for that and a bass part, but since he just kind of threw it out there, at, you know what I'm saying? Like, Fred just threw it out there when they were recording at the beginning of the song. Like, it I, just caught him off guard, and they just didn't play it.
1: Right, I mean, <laughs> it, th- that is a good possibility. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm...
0: That's so funny. So... There it is, guys. The reason why Limp Biscuit broke up. Yeah. Some of you probably are hearing this first right here because this is a – I mean, we had our – we've read so many different things about why Limp Biscuit broke up. But this is straight from West Borland's mouth and everything saying this is why we broke up.
1: (laughs) Right. It makes me, like, curious. Like, I I don't know. I I don't use – The internet that much to actually like research things. I'm kind of just like I listen to what people tell me. I know that sounds terrible, but like, is the medium like a good website? I don't even know. You know what I I mean? Like, it's one of those things. Are they reliable? Right? Is it reliable information? (laughs) Right? Uh, But but it still is pretty cool information. Like if it is really reliable, then. That is pretty cool to understand why, but I guess I'm not really understanding. It's cool to know why, but I still like you the one. I mean, I do. What I, don't I, I, you understand? Like, you don't understand why Fred Durst was so persistent. right, right, right? Why was there so much that had to be like why? Why did it have to be the Dave Matthews Bridge? Unless, of course, maybe it was somebody trying to like the record company like trying to get him to do this but see that that the record company
0: wasn't showing up until that next morning and they had they had one more song from what that article said they had one more song left it was My Generation the whole time they've been recording throughout their studio time they've been fighting about putting this fucking bridge in because Fred Durst was just persistent on it. Wait but that's what I'm
1: saying like is it that much of a like uh, company move to where the company was like Fred look we'll give you this much money if you put that
0: I don't think into so. it. Like, I don't right? think so. I mean so. That, that's because way I, overthinking it yeah. like you know what I mean. But if like, that was the case I feel like Wes Borland would have been on board for it. He would have made it work. West Borland felt like it was not necessary because they weren't going to release any of the jam session from what Dave Matthews. It was just for fun, and for, he thought Fred Durst was just taking it too serious. And Fred Durst just really wanted to use it.
1: Right. I mean, <laughs> they, you're right. Like, that most likely is just uh, what it really ended up being. But I think it's...
0: Fred Durst was, like, fanboying it up for Dave Matthews. Uh that's what it sounds like
1: right that is kind of like you're right that is kind of what it sounds like and that is probably a good possibility
0: he just was fanboying it up like this is my new buddy Dave Matthews which I would be freaking out if like even if Fred Durst was like hey let's jam I mean I would and I, you know what I'm saying like I'd be freaking out about it too I mean would I destroy a multi-million dollar band because of (laughs) the <laughs> right, but,
1: but like it, Dave Matthews and like for, for That to be the person that Fred it,
0: Durst Was just like, well they were huge at that time I right? mean
1: they were, they were, they were both Huge at that time right. though, you yeah, know what I mean yeah. And it's like, but Dave Matthews Was such a different Genre Right, like it, it, a totally Different genre, they, there was a, You know, Dave Matthews Is a multiple person it's a like, folk band right like with eight eight plus there's, you know yeah, different people there's that people. dude who
0: plays the fiddle or the right, not the I fiddle mean, the uh, violin right that dude's a beast you got the dude whose I mean, drum the, set is easily two drum sets put together dude's a beast I mean that dude's so good I, I mean three or four guitars a bass a whole percussion section, yeah.
1: like everything like it's you know, I i mean, I don't know if eight is actually the number. I don't know how many people there are, but yeah, like, it, it's just tons of people in I, there. Look, I mean, Limp Biscuit is like the the exact opposite, where it's just like grunge and heavy and like. W- new metal. Go after it, right? New metal, right? And it's just.
0: Eh. They both played wood, Woodstock. And then Limp Biscuit started a riot and burned a bunch of shit down. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds about right, though. Like, yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. One more thing about Dave Matthews' band, and then we're getting back into the lyrics of this song because we got way sidetracked on the <laughs> intro to this fucking right, song. Right. But the intro to this song is huge. I never realized how right. huge just the intro to this song was to the entire Limp Biscuit band.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, like definitely it is... A- a monumental thing that, like, you don't, no one, I don't think anyone has ever told me anything about that. And it just is that monumental thing for this band. <laughs> and
0: then that makes rolling that much better because Dave Matthews has an impact on the beginning of rolling as well.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's great. That's,
0: but, anyways, my antidote about Dave Matthews is I used to date a girl who was like, all, like always getting these free tickets to Dave Matthews Band and I've probably seen them live like way too many <laughs> times they're good but come on I mean
1: right I, I mean I, I would assume I, I've never seen Dave Matthews Band but I have been to Fish shows it's, it's similar. right very very similar I I you know, uh, Grateful not kid. as many people in the band, but still just jamming and things like that. Long jams. Like right? one
0: song yeah. takes like a it's, half hour. Uh,
1: you're right, which yeah. is amazing if you're in the right mind frame. Right?
0: <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I'm in the mind frame to get through this song. <laughs> right, <laughs> let's do We're that. already at the halfway point and we haven't even made it. Uh, to Well, we're going to go skip the intro. You heard the intro when we played the clip. We we we're over the intro. We're over it. Right. Verse one. Do you know where you are? Welcome to the jungle, punk. Take a look around. It's limp biscuit, fucking up your town. So, uh, that's uh, Gun, uh Guns Guns Roses. I believe
1: so. Right.
0: Like welcome, welcome to, to the, the jungle.
1: jungle, Cincinnati. Like yeah. Do you know where you are? Right. You know, I'm a, I, right. Is this really the song That like we we want to do Right now that seems like with that Like uh, Link to another song uh, You
0: know I, It's crazy I right. mean the fact that He's now Using a di- completely different reference From another song I mean granted right. The first one wasn't a reference to a song But it was influenced by a Another musician. And right. here is yet again another influence. Right. Which maybe that's what this song all is. They, My generation might be just a collaboration of all of his in, influences. <laughs> that, that is
1: like maybe. Maybe. like uh, we, we, we need to read and figure out, you know, see if it goes into some... I don't know, with lyrics that aren't uh, from another song? I don't know. So,
0: uh, it's Limp Biscuit, Fucking Up Your Town. I already said that, sorry. We downloaded the shockwave for all the ladies in the cave to get your groove on. I gotta read that again, because that was rough. We downloaded the shockwave for all the ladies in the cave to get your groove on. I'm hoping that's a reference to another song. I don't... I, if it is, I don't know it. Like, I, okay, well, here we go. And maybe I'm the one who flew over the cuckoo's nest, but guess who's next? So he just referenced one, the, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, or whatever true, that is. true. Generation X... Generation Strange. So this is actually a generation prior to us. We're technically considered millennials. Did you? Are know? we really? Yeah. Like, well, it was like on, 80, 82 or something like that. To like whatever is millennials, and then Generation Z, and then we're on Y or something like that, or Y and then Z or some shit like that. Yeah.
1: Wait, okay. Okay. I mean, Crazy,
0: right? It's nuts. We'll look that up later. So we're back in Generation X, which makes sense. This was released in 2000. They were in their like late 20s at this time, I would imagine, mid 20s. Who knows? Right. I'm sure we a Google search could easily find out, but I don't care. <laughs> right. Okay. So genera- So he references one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Generation X. Generation Strange. Sun don't even shine through our window pane. Now that's a reference to a song, but I can't place the song. Sun don't, don't even shine through our window pane, or is that a mood? Uh, <laughs> Who knows? Like,
1: it, it's one of those. Like it could be. It, you know, well,
0: I'm hoping that these are a bunch of references because all in all, that made no sense whatsoever. If you read it, it I makes. I mean, but
1: they don't. You know where you are. Make Welcome to the Jungle That's
0: Punk. Nice. Take a look around. It's Slim Biscuit fucking up your town. We downloaded the shockwave for all the ladies in the cave to get your groove on. And maybe I'm the one who flew over the cuckoos next. But guess who's next? Generation X. Generation Strange. Sun don't even shine through our window pane. I mean. It, it could? Yeah, or it's saying like. You know, welcome to the jungle. Everything's wild out here. But here comes a new generation of people who's gonna fuck shit up. Maybe it's as simple as that. I don't know.
1: Right, that is kind of like, uh, maybe because it does keep going. I mean, yeah, let's let's, keep going. Let's see here. So the hook
0: comes in, which hook was obviously what sold the song. So go ahead and talk shit. Talk shit about me. Go ahead and talk shit about my g- g- generation. Cause we don't give a, f- cause we don't don't give a fuck, and we won't ever give a fuck until you give a fuck about me and my generation. So he's like, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what's going on. What what? This is what's going on now on social media you with the, with everybody thinking that millennials were tide pod eaters even though that was generation uh z who was the, the tide pod eaters right like and, i don't
1: even i don't even know but then like, it's, like, I,
0: it's like it's like it's what happens people get old And they get scared that the new generation is going to just fuck everything up and they don't have as much control as they used to because they're older. And so then they start talking shit about the young generation. Oh, there's young whippersnappers. Oh, back in my day, I used to walk on the snow with the shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Right,
1: but I mean, like, the, the, the stuff about, I don't know. It's one of those things, like, the way I feel about this song, like, the way it sounds to me is, like, he's kind of saying, like, look, we we need to actually do something. Like, at least that's what I'm hoping for. Right. You know? like because it really is kind of like what you're saying, where it's, like, people are taking offense a, a to the way that the younger people are handling things, and we... No, we don't – That that's not going to help anything. Right. Like, we need to work together to make the planet a better place.
0: Right. Because uh, that's what they say. We don't give a fuck until you start giving a fuck about us. Like, we don't fuck you. We're not going to give a fuck about you unless you give a fuck about us. And that's kind of like the whole Generation X mentality with the you – know, you had punk. The whole punk movement started kind of around then. With, you know, you had the baby boomers just, you know, having all them kids. And there were so many baby... Ba- I mean, the whole Generation X was kind of a different time, but it really wasn't. It's kind of the same as what's going on now. If you, right. It, it really is because, you know, it just... It,
1: that's the way it, it continues. Always is. Right. It doesn't matter what generation you are. The, the earlier generations, they... Feel like the younger generations are screwing things up. The younger generations feel like he the older generations says, are screwing things up.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what he means when he says "sun, sun don't even shine through our window pane." Like they are, they don't see any like hope. Like they're the the, the, the newer generations. Are looking at what the older generations has done, and they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel because they see how fucked up the world is and everything like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's kind of what you're saying, kind of. It's right, an yeah, extension, yeah, basically,
1: of that. right? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, we're both in this on the same page right now, thinking right. kind of the same
0: thing. So let's get into the second verse and see if he clarifies anything, which I. Don't think he will, but...
1: Right, I mean, it is Fred
0: Durst. But he says, Hey, kid, take my advice. You don't want to step into a big pile of shit. The captain's drunk. Your world is titanic. Floating on the funk, so get your groove on. So, I mean, he's like, Look, uh, the... Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly what we just said. Your captain's drunk. The generation before you is drunk. They fucked up. So like your world's Titanic. It's sinking. The Titanic sunk. This world is sinking. And the person, like you don't want to step in the same shit that your drunk captain, the generation before us, stepped in. Right. Right? So get your groove on, cuz that's the only way to solve anything. Right, right, that that's always solves the problems, you know? Just yeah, go out there and get your groove on. Maybe I'm just a little fucked up. Life's just a little fucked up. Generation X, Generation Strange, sun don't even shine through our window pane. I think we got we I think we kind of nailed this song. I feel confident that we kind of pinpointed that this is like the older generation's fucked up. There's no hope for the generation now. They talk shit. Fuck them. We demand respect. Right?
1: See, uh, <laughs> kind for of. For the most part, I mean, that, that's
0: basically. He goes back into the hook, says the same thing. He does the hook two or three more times, saying the same thing. We don't give a fuck if you don't give a fuck. Until we give a fuck, you do give a fuck about me and my generation. I did that terribly, but. I mean, that's, right, but I mean that is
1: basically yeah, we what, don't, what ends don't up give happening.
0: We won't ever give a fuck till you give you give a fuck about me and my generation. That was terrible too, but that's what it was. Right. Oh shit! Here's oh. the bridge. Is oh. this the mic? Hold on. Wait, is this what we need to like? Hold on. Is this, I don't think this is the Dave Matthews bridge. I think right. this is the I real mean, bridge uh, to the song. I think the Dave Matthews bridge was literally that drum part at the beginning and it didn't have guitar or anything on it because Wes Borland was like I don't want to fucking play this. It doesn't fit in any of the (laughs) songs. Anyways, we're not going to get back into that. (laughs) So after repeating the chorus a bunch of times and the hook or whatever, they go into the bridge. Who gets the blame? You get the blame and I get the blame. Who gets the blame? You get the blame and i get the blame so yeah the older generation is blaming the newer generation right. for the problems that the older generation created it's the same shit that's going on right now with millennials and generation xers and baby boomers it's still the baby boomers they're still around they they really off, are like <laughs> there's so
1: many there's there's yeah but, like, it's... But we're um, not talking shit about Generation 86, right. Xers, yeah, we, or
0: Baby Boomers. We, we're just...
1: Right. We're not talking shit about anybody, really. It's right. just kind of, like, it, you, it's just you a all cycle. A, it, it's yeah. Really, that's what we're trying to say, yeah. is that it's a cycle. We need to break the cycle. Right. We need to be like, okay, look, you, you do your thing, and you... We'll work with you. We we can all work together as a people and try and make uh, a, a unified Rick, generation, I guess. Right. Like,
0: that's the hope, you but, know. But, Rick, do you think we can fly? I, do you think we can fly? Do you think we can fly? Well, I do. I do. Fly. DJ Lethal, bring it on. Oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> right, I'm I'm with Fred there. Like 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 like, let's do it. Let's try to fly. Like uh, I think we can fix it. Yeah, right. Like it's there's no other choice to try and fix it. Mm-hmm. So then he goes into the hook out of the song. So yeah, it's essentially about the g- current generation taking shit from the older generation and still having hope at the end of the day that things can get fixed
1: right right and actually like I, I, I know with the, the, the time loops that we're creating with this you know <laughs> trying to follow timelines and stuff yeah, like, right? it, it's really bad but like I I saw something today about like them putting term limits on congress and like I was super excited about that <laughs> I, I don't want to get like totally political on things but like yeah. that, that made me really happy like well, it's Hopefully
0: our future selves listening to this will either be really pissed off or really happy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or nothing will have changed. Yeah, right. I mean
1: that's a possibility too. You, you Six always weeks hope for the best. Long. Right, right, right. But right. Yeah, it really is. You you always hope for the best. The only way to actually make anything change is to go out and do things yourself. Like you can't just sit and wait for it to happen. Nope. You gotta do something.
0: My generation. All right, so yeah, that's my generation. Uh, Good song, I like it. Good single off of the album. Right, it's it's it it it, it's it it grooves, man. Like it's a real good heavy pace to the song. It hits pretty good. I like it.
1: Right, and it's like it it has a good point. Like the 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 actual message message behind it, right? To actually like get up. And go do things. Yeah, you've got people that don't like it. You know, you're not going to like it. But, like, just do it. Get out there and make a difference. Otherwise, no one's going to.
0: So, it's our favorite time of the whole episode, Rick. We've talked about life, we've talked about Limp Biscuit. Now it's time for Rick's recipe. Do, 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 do. That's your, <laughs> right, that's your right, intro right, music. Right. I hope you like it. Do, 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 do.
1: Oh, wait, no, wait. That's probably trademarked. Yeah, that's probably kind right, really yeah. good. Um, you just
0: got us fucking sued. Right, uh, This right. will be the last episode. No, it's not the last episode.
1: So the recipe for the week. We are going to do what is uh, called Loki. Uh, well, it was a recipe that has been passed down through the generations Uh, At the Renaissance Festival Because you know um, I don't know if we've talked about this before But we're huge nerds too So like you know It's one of those Passed down generation to generation At the Renaissance Festival Good way to uh, get fucked up And like, I, I believe there was something Even in the song About like you know Just kind of you just deal find a way to deal with shit and he if, said maybe i'm just
0: too fucked up.
1: Yeah, oh, there you go. There you go. This one will definitely get you too fucked up. I guess <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Um, but really what it is it is this amazing drink and it's it actually takes time to ferment but it's um Everclear schnapps and simple syrup. Basically what you do is to make simple syrup. That's the only thing that you really have to cook. Uh, but you take sugar, one part sugar, one part water, and then you boil it. I don't know why it, you know, I, the heat, of course, does something with the sugar and the water and all that. How much would you need to make this? It depends on how much you're going to make. Uh, because what ends up happening is you. you You do three parts. You do one part Everclear, one part whatever flavor schnapps you want, uh, whatever proof you want. Uh, The lower the proof, the better. The Everclear is going to have enough alcohol. Plus that sugar water, the simple syrup is going to ferment. So it's one part Everclear, one part simple syrup, and one part um, whatever schnapps you want to use. So say you use
0: like a cup of each of them. You would want a cup of each (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. You'd want the same measurements for all of them. So do you know how much sugar it would take to make, like, say, a cup of simple syrup? That would be, you would
1: basically take a cup of sugar and a cup of water, and it basically makes, like, a cup of simple syrup. That's simple. Right, 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 right. Um, but the best way to do it though is like to use wine bottles because you do you you mix it all together. You make the simple syrup. You do the one part Everclear, one part schnapps, and one part um, simple syrup, and then you let it sit for four months. You cork it, uh, which is why you use the wine bottles. You just find you know. Whatever, most party cities stores like that, they have corks that you can buy to recork wines. Uh, a lot of restaurants have them and stuff like that too. But basically, you cork the bottles um, and then you let them sit for four months, and then it ends up being the smoothest, most potent. Like you, you can't even tell that it's ever clear, but like it, you still, you can still tell that it's alcohol, but you can't tell that it's ever clear anymore. And it will definitely get you fucked up.
0: If we ever do a live show, um, we'll make some of this and then bring a couple people up on stage and offer some glasses so they can try it. Because we can't really (laughs) give it out or sell it. But if you're on stage, I think it's okay. I don't know. I I I would assume so. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Right. right. I think if as long as you're giving it out, you're not selling it. Right. And
1: I, there would have to be something where, like, they have to be of age. As oh, well. sure. You know, for sure. Right, right, right. For sure. Like, I, I
0: was thinking we'd be performing probably at a bar where it's 21 and older, anyways. Right, right, right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's Loki. Right. it's... That's it's, really easy to make. How long did you say to leave it? I zoned out. About
1: a bit. four months. It,
0: it's. So we better get started on this if we're planning on ever doing a live
1: show. Right, right, right. It, it is kind of costly, but like I remember the day at the Renaissance Festival where he actually gave us some, and like he just he used to run the. I don't remember this the is name the of the Cincinnati shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. This is the uh, Cincinnati Ohio Renaissance Festival, um, and it. I can't remember the name of the shop or the name of the owner, but he he gave us the recipe, and it was just this amazing recipe. He gave us drinks one day, Uh, my brother and one of my friends, one of my buddies that I play D&D with, and, like, we tried it. We didn't know that it was supposed to be simple syrup. It was not
0: good. Mm -hmm. So make
1: sure that you make the simple
0: syrup. You know, uh, 4th of July is coming up, and we usually do... A big shindig for 4th of July. Maybe we should get some of this brewing.
1: That's not a bad idea at all. I, although, I I think I'll have to talk to my wife about being a designated driver on the way home for that Yeah, it's one. usually at
0: my house, so I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I wish that, that uh, I, I had the same luxury. Well, that's going to do it for my generation. Um just closing closing thoughts, uh, I think that's crazy about the whole Dave Matthews band jam session that led to this ultimate fight during the recording of this album, which led to the intro to this song, which made this song pretty much what it is, I would say. And and you, the, as repetitive as this song is, I feel like you can kind of tell it was rushed at the end.
1: Right, like you said, where it was the they were trying to get a song to complete this album, and they just kind of pushed it, and they said, "Okay, let's let's just put it out there. That's what we're going with." I mean, it 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 is kind of repetitive, but it does it does at least like get the point across, right? And give somewhat of a decent message of like, look, if you. Don't care about us. We're not really going to care about you. Like, we got to work together to make things better for everybody.
0: So since we talked about it earlier, next week I think we're going to talk about the Golden Cobra song. So, Rick, you're going to have to listen to that before next week. And tune in next week for Golden Cobra. Uh, make sure you like and uh, follow Magic Squirrel Network on Facebook so you can always find out about when this... Sh- show is dropping the new episodes every Monday and find out about new shows that are always popping up on the network.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely check out uh, magic squirrel network. There's all kinds of good stuff there that you can check out. um, And we're, we're, we might have merch, right? I want to say we're going to be going live soon, but then it's that whole time warp thing that I get totally lost in. And
0: Uh, when this comes out, Definitely, you're gonna to want to like the Magic Squirrel Network page uh, because you'll never know. You know that's the best way to find out what's going on with this show and what's currently happening in this current timeline. Uh, also, if you want, to, if we've messed up something, got something wrong, wanted to say hi, email us at two sides biscuit. That's the number two sides with a Z and Bisk biscuit spelled like the band. Uh, at gmail.com, two sides biscuit at gmail.com, uh, or send a message at Magic Squirrel Network on Facebook and we'll get that. Uh, I'm Paul Schroyer. I'm Rick Wimmer. Uh, John Otto, take us to that Matthews Bridge. The squirrel was magic.